Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Y'all, I know Fly on the Wallin is about to start. I'm sorry for interrupting you. I just wanted to remind you that if you are in New York City on October 25th, you need to come see me and Ben on our first ever show. Fly on the Wallin is going live. It's the podcast on steroids and it's coming to a stage in New York. So buy your tickets ASAP before they sell out. And now let's get started with the show. is a mess come on in <laughs> you're listening to fly on the wildin podcast i'm your neighborhood friendly black girl amber and i'm the best white person in the world ben <laughs> we'll fix it in post and i'm so 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 excited to be joining y'all today with two people we greatly admire who Icons. definitely have oh. their lives way more together than us please Do welcome we? to the say. seated stage Kev and Melissa on stage. Thank you. Thank you. It's debatable how together our, our lives are, okay? Y'all yeah. are very together. Well, oh, that's how you, you present. We yeah. present. Presentation's one thing. It's so funny when we make a video and <laughs> our robot's just like... <laughs> <laughs> the whole pile. This part is now clean. Correct. <laughs> you went too far left? <laughs> Come back on over. You know what? If you left the pile in there, that's another... Source of engagement, though. That is true. That is true. like, oh my God, I have the same pile. I bought that pile at Amazon, too. It's been there for two weeks. Yeah, yeah, it's still there. Oh my gosh. How did we even get y'all here? Because y'all are big busy, right? We wanted to be here. Yes. I think when it boils down to, I, I, we love you guys. I am. As a couple, as creators, as parents. So when Melissa's like, oh, we're doing Amherst Podcast, I was like, Oh, great. Fantastic. You know, because listen, there's a lot of stuff I don't want to do that mm. I do. Mm. So when I get to do something that I want to do, yes. it's like, great. Fantastic. It Let's balances out it. the stuff I don't want to do. Yeah. But today's been a lot of good things I, yeah, I wanted to do. So it's been good. I um, love hitting people with that. I'm so busy. And I'm yeah. just at home eating ramen. That's yeah. busy, though. I have struggled with that. The way Amber eats ramen, it's a busy hot mess. There's like noodles in her hair by the end of the time. Listen, I get it. You're a ramen monster. I do love love ramen. How do you eat your ramen? Because these are the things that matter. Yes. So I love a green... It's exactly how they make it with all the fixings. Oh, I, I, I like the onions. I like the mushrooms. I like the egg. The I like ex- the pork the belly. Extra the broth. Yeah, if they tell extra, me that broth has extra. been sitting back there a month. Give it yeah, and me. then throw an extra protein yeah. in there. Yeah. Because, you know, growing up, ramen wasn't like that. No. I'm not sure if y'all remember. I, top ramen, ramen is so... Top ramen. It didn't even click for me. That's what they were... The noodles we were eating? Yes. That it's didn't even click. That's yeah, what they that, were coming from. No. It's so different yes. done in its real form that I didn't even make the connection... Until we went to Japan. It's going to sound like a flex. It's not. It's, it's, it's a and the guy was like, I want to make a poor. Not. Yeah, he was like, I'm making a poor version of this. And I was like, oh, my God. Ramen. Yes. <laughs> poor black people been on that Japanese food for a long time. <laughs> yeah, hot dogs yep. and cheese exactly. and egg and hot sauce. That's how I, we used to eat it as kids. Yeah. I don't know how poor ra- y'all was. <laughs> when I hear ramen, I think of virginity, video games, and poverty. <laughs> like, like, that's <laughs> what... I associate my life when I was eating ramen. Ramen was the second Fact. thing I learned. Probably the thing I've made the most still to this day. I don't think there would be anything that I could catch up to that I cook myself. I learned to make eggs, and then ramen was the second thing. Spaghetti got to be on the list. No, no, no. 
<laughs> you all you knew how to make for years was eggs from and ramen. probably six to <laughs> spaghetti was too 14. hard because you never knew how to make the al dente yeah <laughs> I was, we weren't even going for that bitch the noodles are you done you never threw it not. on the cabinet and it's like okay no, it we're not it, playing that's it, playing with your food if my mom saw that that's now a wasted noodle go to bed Oh, I love that you said that it was ages basically like 6 to 14, 15. Yes. Because what age did y'all meet again? We met at 16. 16, turning 17. So I think there's a clear reason why you stopped eating just eggs. He started coming Robin. to my house for breakfast in the morning. Her mom made oh, hot breakfast. We were Hakeem and Moesha. 1,000%. Yeah. <laughs> I felt this seen when I This is why I make breakfast all the time. Is it? Yeah. So does his girlfriend can come? <laughs> Um, y'all so cute yeah and y'all you know, still got the so I, would, I see it i actually almost answered for you when you asked them when they met i was like i was about to say 16 it was 11th, yes. 11th yeah. and while we're we were thinking about we were yeah yeah i was like oh i i know this uh, the reason i know this is they are as long as y'all are also influencers but you're also a new york times bestseller like Isn't that crazy talk yeah. about flex like that come sounds on, like, so weird for japan it to be true yeah. so weird forget about true. japan like yeah flex is you're a new york times NYT, New York That's crazy. Times. That's real influence in the pages. That is That's incredible. Uh, so Marriage Be Hard, and then sort of the themes of this book, you also have your podcast on it, which is relationship-focused yep. as well. And um, was, I want to jump into our first like influencer uh, section, hashtag influence. We talk about influencer. Uh, for me, though, I think y'all are... Um, influencer in a sense that you're not peddling products. Mm. Uh, you're actually peddling um, ideas that makes people's marriage uh, healthier. And you have a way of, in this book, truncating like these like boring psychological relationship books or whatever down to these like wonderful like, here's what you can do. Yeah. Uh, Make it digestible. I, I feel really, and, and so it's, you have actually given me some really great ammo to throw at Amber yes! when she's not doing right. And so one of my favorite <laughs> oh, chapters this is in this, this is book. why we did this. I know. This is right. <laughs> Thank this is, I think you. this is what you wanted to do. One of my favorite things. Defeat the women in our lives. Everybody yes, relax. Because Everybody it's so relax. hard to do. Like, we're losing all the time. We're never going to win the war, but we can get a battle. A battle. I, Listen, Here and there, even just if I can push the battle on my side, maybe I'll lose the battle. But maybe there was a moment I was winning. <laughs> I love at that. Some a point, reprieve. we're like, oh snap! He yeah, kind of got like, me wow. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. just a little <laughs> bit. It's a good match. A little bit. Um, one of my favorite chapters is fighting. Be hard. Uh, mm -hmm. That is like, I is that the best chapter in the book? Like, Ooh. do you think? I, I don't know. Like, when you people know, come to you, I feel like that's the most actionable kind of things you put. I love it. I don't know. We actually honestly get the almost every chapter yeah, from depends. people because I think people read the book and it's reflective of where they are. Mm. So sometimes it's fighting, sometimes communication, parenting, sex. Those are probably the four that yeah. are and the I most. I personally get the, the love letter one a lot, okay. the love letter chapter a lot. Yeah. Uh. So I think those are probably, those four or five are like the most. But fighting is, comes up a lot fighting. because. You're in the top three. Yeah. People don't often essentially you either are copying your parents or what you see in tv even without knowing what you yeah. see on tv and movies is your version of fighting right and Zeus a lot of networks slowly destroying <laughs> the black community you can't say that you can't say that you can't say that i'm sorry everyone will watch the zeus and i'm just like why are we watching this baddies right. west i, I want to fight you now baddies west <laughs> I know. We all have that one show. For we sure. We got to. For sure. It's I have a belief that reality TV is best consumed when it makes you feel better than the person. Yes. You're like, hoarders, like, your house is dirty, 
but it's not hoarders dirty. Correct. Like I'm watching hoarders when my house is a mess, and I'm just like, well, we look don't at, have look dead cats. Them. I'm not that bad. They have dead cats in the freezer. No. That's a, that's cats. way worse. I than remember me. that episode, <laughs> and the therapist was like, I want everyone at home to be very patient with our with our hoarders. Yeah. because I already know the letters are. <laughs> she's like, I can smell the letters flying in right now Hilarious. about these damn cats. Yeah. I did keep my first hamster in the freezer for about two months. Okay. I couldn't say goodbye to him. I was you know, six years old. His name was Hampy. So this is why people watch us <laughs> because of what you said. They, they watch our relationship and they're like, "Well, we didn't that bad. <laughs> we we didn't keep hamsters in the this, It's fascinating. You, did you really do this? Yes, I did. Yeah. And there was y'all food. Y'all ate was in there too. Yeah. yeah Your mama didn't know it was in there though. My mom. I think knew. that's my like mom, top three whitest things you said. Ben, on I was gonna say that, but I didn't know if it was too far. No, it's not. It's not. He needs to know. <laughs> he needs to know. Uh, ben, don't tell nobody else that. I know this why, podcast going out to the world. Don't tell nobody. This is why I wear every fight in our house because this—that's the logic. You know what I'm saying? Because what well, I was fighting with you today, and you brought up something from the book. I did remember. Bring up something. Oh, really? it was about like keep the thing the thing. Yeah, that's keep the that's main from thing. The main thing. Oh, the main thing. Okay, could you explain just, this concept? I just posted to us? that on Kim's uh, Instagram the other day. Yeah, hilarious about keep the driveway. About I don't remember what it was. So I'll just be saying stuff. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Uh, let me put a pin in the driveway fight. Okay. Oh, who was a fight? We was just playing. Oh, okay. <laughs> she's no, like, she talking about the Instagram uh, thing. Anyway, keep the main thing. The main thing is Chasman Salon's the world, but let me think about it. But in general, it means what you are fighting about, stay on topic and fighting about that. Mm -hmm. Because what we often do is me. I'm the person that does this. Uh, we like to pull in things from the past, from <laughs> what you did 10 years ago. We've been dating a long time. To I got, win? I got a lot of ammunition. Yes. Okay. If I'm losing this I got, battle, oh, full I got files. Of, I got a lot of examples. Correct. You may be right 15. today, but in 06, you did this. <laughs> Correct. Let me remind you of that. Correct. <laughs> and so when you're fighting, if you, if you keep the main thing, the main thing, you can fight. or and, and you make your partner not the object of your aggression. If we're fighting, uh, I know this couple, as an example, I know this couple that was fighting over um, online banking. So one was trying to do a transfer. For example, if I'm trying to do a transfer to Kev for $100, whatever, and the transfer doesn't go through, and he approaches me, and now we're fighting at each other, when really, we should be arguing at the bank. Mm. We Just should to band transfer. together mm -hmm. because the bank is the one who messed up. The bank right. is the one who didn't let the transfer go through for whatever their reasons are. It didn't. But instead, we're fighting at each other. And now I'm talking about how irresponsible you are. And now you're mm -hmm. talking to me about how mm -hmm. impulsive I am. And now you and now we're talking about other things. Meanwhile, the bandit done got away. Because it was the bank. Yes. Yeah. And that's often what we yes. do in marriage. Unscathed. So Unscathed. Like, like, for me, that's true influencing you because that idea in there is so actionable. Yeah. Like yeah. literally Very. that influenced a, a moment in our life today where I'm like, hey, you're bringing up that I don't brush my teeth enough where we're talking about <laughs> flushing the toilet or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, right. it, it, it. You're like, you know, that I don't. That, what was yes. the situation today I know specifically? exactly yeah, what happened what today. So I was editing something so i was like hey can you go hang out with wild for a second and he starts reading a book and i see wild walking off wandering around the house but he's still reading mm -hmm. which is some, and, that's a practice i do she'll wander come back and then come back to the reading right like she she can't sit still sorry i interrupted you go but here's what the thing see this this is what i'll be talking about <laughs> what happened was ben has been wanting to homeschool wild when she gets older 
And I just feel like that can't happen for a number of reasons. I need you working with me. I mm. your attention span is mm. <laughs> and so that was a perfect example of me saying like and this why we not homeschooling. <laughs> oh, you don't have classroom management. You don't have classroom management. I don't have classroom management. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm a Montessori kind of teacher. There's wondering <laughs> that, that it's allowed to happen. And that, that was a good my story was, was not, great. But not only was she wondering, she had almost she had grabbed something. She has figured out how to take the wall plugs out. Oh. So she had grabbed something, taken the wall plug out, and was about to put something in the socket. So I was like, oh, let me finish editing. And I was like, and and if I'm not here, how are we going to homeschool? Yeah. Mm-hmm. My baby would have been up and stuck <laughs> with, with vaults. She would have been turning electro. She would have been Now your baby's a superhero. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so I was like, I can't keep, in, in that situation, g- give me what you would say. How could, should I have kept the main thing the main thing without calling to question the, we keep wanting to homeschool, and this is another reason why this won't work. That's good. That is good. Do you have something? Well, the way Amber's mind works is exactly how our minds work, right. especially when you want a thing to be a thing or not be a thing, mm-hmm. right? So inherently, I believe we all do this, right? If you don't want that to happen, you kind of already start searching for points Confirmation bias. It. Confirmation bias, right? So in that moment, Ben's not thinking about this is a homeschooling moment. He's just like, I'm reading. She does her own vibe. We got her own thing. And maybe he's unaware. Like, our kids, they would surprise us when they could do something new. Like, when our kids could take that stuff out, we're like, okay, dang. Mm-hmm. Now that's something I got to be aware of, right? So, but it's it's so easy to be like, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Because in your vision, this is the worst case scenario you're trying to avoid. But in his vision, he's not seeing that happening right now. He's just reading. This is our time. It kind of always goes like that. So keep the main thing. The main thing where you, hey, Ben, are you keeping an eye on her? Because what she's about to do is dangerous. That's actually all that's happening in that moment. It's not actually reflective. stuff happening too, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. The, but you're right. But you're right. Reflective of her teaching. And that's Ben takes that same energy into the teaching. But what you're really saying about homeschooling is I have a fear that if we do this, I'm going to be alone. And I'm going to have to do more work. And I really need your help. That's what you're actually saying. That's what I was going to say is there might be two things happening here. The first thing is my personal favorite chapter in the book is the parenting chapter. Mm -hmm. Um, It is one of the most... it w- and it's what Kev said earlier. It's the chapter that was the most reflective for us in real time. Mm-hmm. We went into, I've said this before, we went into this chapter, I kid you not, thinking we did such a phenomenal oh, job. Oh, boy. <laughs> that chapter was for us first. Yes. Yeah. We thought we did I such I could hear a- it in your voices. I-, I read it and listened to it. Yes. So you could hear oh, yeah. some shaky parts where you're like. Yeah. And I was like. Oh, can you just explain how the audible <laughs> is set up in the book real quick? And then I want to get back. So oh, that- yes. If you listen to the audiobook, which you definitely should. I, I it, agree. It, whenever an author reads a book, I have to. It, it brings the. It, Tony Morrison, you know. I was like, you're mm-hmm. alive again. And so in the book, they go back and forth reading. Mm-hmm. And when part are emotional you can you can really hear and connect with the emotion yeah and you could hear that in the parenting be hard chapter especially when you talked more about like race relations with your boys yes. which is mm-hmm. a very real fear oh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh but yes the parenting yeah. be hard um so we went into the chapter fully thinking that we when the kids were young we took turns okay mm-hmm. i did this he did this on this night we had a schedule present Everything. father oh yep. <laughs> look You're at like, us i miss remembering oh things. yeah come yeah. on look at you know look at us being the beacon <laughs> in the game of parenthood this the is the chapter is that we have arrived 
And as we get, we had a ghostwriter, as we get to writing and she's asking us all of these questions, things start slowly unraveling. Yeah. And by slowly, I mean very quickly. Uh, <laughs> they start to unravel because you start realizing, oh, this is where this started and the effects of it we're still experiencing today. <laughs> oh, the reason why you operate like this and I operate like that, ah, and this is why we're still doing this dance now. It started at this moment. And so all of that starts happening in like it was literally at this point we were like, so therapy. Mm-hmm. You think mm-hmm. that might be a thing we should do now? Because I think this is this is the chapter. <laughs> yeah. right yes, this and we and we had a, a, a head. Yeah, literally, there's a moment where I think in the book where Kev <laughs> says, uh, "Quote something, get out of my car." That happened ten years ago. That where was crazy. You said, "Get out of my car." To him, you had a car, and there's this moment where I, for me, it was an unlock where our relationship just carries on, right? Like, especially we're yeah. together. There are things that Amber had been doing for eight years that I just realized yesterday that bothered me. Yes. yes. You know what I mean? And 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 to see someone who I think is being successful doing that is is really nice. Yes. And the important we thing. Mistake. No, <laughs> and that's all we're doing. Kev says it all the time. All we're trying to do is say, hey, girl, there's some poop right there. Don't sit there. We are not looking at the people often our relationship gurus they their approach is we are at the mountaintop we will guide you up we are climbing the same mountain as you are and we're just like amber don't grab that part just that I, just that part right because yeah. we just did that and it was it looks strong but it's loose yeah. put your hand right there yeah. okay good now you tell me where i like we're all growing together we're just sharing as we learn we don't have this down so right. to speak you know what i'm saying really quick so i just let me finish this whole okay, cool. yeah. the, the thing i was gonna say is um just as a nugget i don't know how it'll land so i'm just gonna mm, say nice. it because it was one of the literally one of the parts that uh, again the parenting chapter for us that was the most kind of like impactful is being careful not to police each other's parenting mm-hmm. because then it affects how you end up um having your relationship with your child, if I feel like you're parenting me, parenting her. Does that make sense? Yes. And yes. so it's really important to allow Ben and allow Amber to parent. I'm not saying put the baby in danger, obviously, but allow the parenting style to be what it is because your child will have an appreciation for my mom taught me this, but my dad taught me this. And those things are okay. You yeah. know what I mean? One thousand percent. Yeah, yes. and, yeah. Or and to have a dance and a conversation around. Uh, Kevin is very um, freely <laughs> giving to the boys. You, I, I, my oldest is just now driving. If I, if it Kevin pained buy, you to say that, <laughs> I saw. I fixed so it. Big. You fixed it because yeah. I saw this it come out. And they were like, <laughs> freely. This is if, a struggle. Altruistic with the boys. Isaiah. A BMW, what year are we in? 2023, the 2024s are probably out. If you could buy him a 2024 BMW no, 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 today. No, no, no. Let's go to Germany. Okay. Get it off the line. Correct. I want to see it come down the factory. Come on. We were there. Correct. I want my I baby to reset it to English. Yes. That's how I want that car. Drive it on the auto ball before it comes to the 405. Yes. I want the long license plate, and then I want you to shrink it yes. to the USA. From and keep the long one so y'all know. I got the real. I got the real over there. <laughs> Ship it. I flew to Europe and got it flown in. <laughs> That's Kevin. And I'm very much like, my daddy bought me a 1983 
uh, Honda Accord when I got my first license because that's <laughs> the year I was born. So I also want my kid to have a car the same year that they was born. I want it to be safe, but ain't no reason you should have a car dope, child, if you don't take this hoopty. Right. If you don't take this lemon. Yes. Is it safe? Can it get you to A to B safely? Well, then that's good enough. And that that specific thing is something we did not realize was an issue like you, Ben, have your own life and the way you saw the world, the way you saw other kids interact. So when you had an idea for a child, you had your own vision. So did Amber. A lot of times we as parents never have that conversation. Never have those conversations of like, you know, when you have a baby, you don't think when they get their first car, should it be a hoopty? Should it be a kind of okay car? Should it be a car of the year? Early in our relationship. It was never going to be a choice. It was going to be a hoopty because Hooray. our money wasn't right. going to matter. Yeah, but the money. But before we got to things. that point, oh. we actually, yeah. oh, it doesn't have to be. Like the reason, one of the reasons Melissa's car was a hoopty was by necessity. Right. Her dad couldn't have got her that. But when we were going to the same high school at the same time, I didn't have a car, period. My parents couldn't afford it at all. Her dad got her the car that was like safe and the year was born. What I saw was one of my friend's dad was retired military. He got him a brand new Toyota Camry the year that it was my other friend's dad uh his his grandpa was a famous hollywood actor he got him a 325i so we're seeing this in our school and these ain't even a rich school it's like a military school so in my mind i'm like when i have kids but i also think it's impactful to know that you didn't have a car no that's what it's that's the first impact it's Mm. those two things together not only did i not have a car what i i didn't desire your dad's piece of crap car that you don't had to that. use your feet don't do that that's <laughs> what i desire for my it's, that's completely it's giving flintstone because <laughs> <laughs> who wrote it <laughs> so but we never had that conversation yeah. so yeah. when the time is coming i'm like oh we get my baby the thing because i've always wanted that and she's like we get my baby this was my a dad therapy did. session yes. for sure i could totally and it was yeah, like understand. oh we've never had this conversation college melissa believed you gotta go you just have to i'm like College is dumb and a waste of money unless you're going to be a doctor or in technical skill, engineer, lawyer, something where you have to learn. If you ain't doing that or you're not sure, don't go. And now that you could work for me in the family business, that's what I want to build. Yeah. But listen, so another conversation we didn't have because it wasn't necessary because when the kids were born, you was going to college because that was the only way to get a good job. But then we went to college and it didn't get me a good job. So I know 20 years later, it's going to be less of that. Another conversation we didn't have. And that's just two people seeing the world differently. If we were single parents, this ain't a conversation. They would have got an 83 if it was her alone, and he would have got a Maserati if it was me alone. <laughs> yes. But policing the parenthood. You needed thing. the input of both. And but that's I what think makes that's the homeschooling sh- issue. Yeah. yeah. Because I, wasn't, I went to public school. I was like, right. no, you got to learn how to get were it out the mud at the lunch table. I was. Yes. Yeah, for about eight years. And so, there you go. And that's I think so then the conversation has to be about the value system. That's yeah. what I realized with Kevin and I. We're not talking the car mm-hmm. becomes the object of a conversation about value. The college becomes an object about a, a conversation about our value systems to make it clear. My value system is you're 18 years old. College offers you time management. It offers you responsibility. It offers you the opportunity to explore life as an adult on training wheels because we're still going to be there as a safety net. I know this is where the being conversation comes in. I know Kev is not going to manage the kids. They're going to be at the house earning a paycheck but doing nothing. <laughs> that's true. And, yes. And that bothers me. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's They're going to be on want, payroll. <laughs> yes, they're going to be on payroll but doing nothing, not putting in the work. Right. I don't want to raise young black men 
in this world that don't understand responsibility. And you want Nepo babies. Yeah, like you're what? And I'm here you for think, Nepo. You think Diddy's son is going to work in and out? Yes. That baby I, is doing a poor version I of his dad's job. I'm here for Nepo. I'm just here for the hard work as well. Right. Just and the hard work, work doesn't have to look like our hard work. You're not starting from the bottom because we've done the legwork yeah. to have you not yeah. start at the bottom. However, you also are not what we are. You're not. So I'm going to need you to learn a thing or two about time management, about getting up on time, about turning in your work on time, about putting gas in your car. And it's your responsibility with your debit card, not the money I put. I need you to understand those things. And I feel like college offer. So now we have to have a conversation about this is what college means to me. It's right. not college. This is what having this car means to me. This is what it represents. Yes. Okay. Once we're off. No, I'm going to have a 2022. No, I, she needs he needs to have a 1983. Then we're having a conversation. So the compromise is this because. Because it, it allows both of us to accomplish a goal that satisfies the value system that this object represents. That was a lot, but did it make no, sense? No, it does. It, do, it makes it a lot of sense. There's always these underlining Absolutely. things, right? Like, yeah. like Amber wanted me to dress nicer for the podcast, and I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want this material, right? Yeah. Okay, why? Why don't you want this material? Oh, because growing up, maybe my parents didn't always have enough clothes. There was one time where I really wanted this specific Pokemon shirt, and I grew up in a very churchy, you know, you talk about mm -hmm. church, mm -hmm. and my parents were against Pokemon because it was demonic. And so there were things where I wasn't <laughs> so able to get clothes. Funny, yeah, yeah. I just connect same. with that so much. Yeah, I'd yeah, be like, that's real. My yeah. parents don't so, understand. Pokemon mean demon in, in Greek. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> demon? Demon, demon, demon. So like, so like, you're like, oh, there was uh, like, I wasn't allowed to express yes. myself with clothes, so now I'm like averse to that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yes, of course. We're also being homeschooled. I didn't have, I didn't get bullied for wearing, you know, stupid shoes or anything. I wore. We got to bring bullying back. <laughs> a little bit, we do. So, <laughs> we got to so, bring shame I love, back. I do, I do love that. Um, <laughs> but, I, I, and, but three of my best high school friends stood in my wedding. So school, yeah. to me, meant friendships, yep. heartbreaks, yes. social, first dance. That's what Girl, is. what you wearing? Yes. Thanks. I'm finding my style now. So, so yes. College, I, I, I so feel you in that regard. And well. that's, but the thing about the beauty of it is when you can find the balance, you make more well-rounded children. You really yeah. do. Because they True. get the best of each of you. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like, <clears throat> I'm like, forget that job, we're going to be creative, reach for the stars. I feel like college is going to make you want to get a job and work and like, that's only going to lead you so far, right? <clears throat> but to Melissa's earlier point, we grew up from abject poverty, poverty, so I'm like, that hustle mentality, mm. our kids cannot have it the way we had it because no. their, their starting point's not the same. But, um, back to the college point, I believe we want to like what you want is the best versions of your school experience yes. on your child. Right. Yep. And that's what Melissa wants the best versions of college. What we learned, you want that. And actually, when you said it at that time, I was like, Mm. You're like, oh, I'm yes. Gonna, so or maybe just like I, specialized training. Yeah, I've heard it before, but I only when you when I hear college, I didn't hear that. I hear wasted money. You sit them there. You still right. what you're doing. Trying to figure out your life. That's a waste of money. But you know what I'm saying? That part, especially with our kids, you know, you want to go. But at the same time, the crazy thing about kids is our children are so different. Oh, my God. You, They are so different. If I wasn't their father, I wouldn't believe they're related. <laughs> they are oh, that. each other. Yes. Because, yes. like, my youngest son, I think he could leave high school and go get a job yeah. and get an apartment and live his life. 
He wouldn't need college in the way you need that. He, but from a child, he's been on the responsible. It. He wakes yes. himself. That baby, <laughs> this child sets an alarm to go to bed in case he's like, in case I'm up he's playing a game man. and I he's, and I'm he is too late. Eighty-five years old. He no yes. no alarm. We never have to wake this child up. He wakes up himself, makes his own breakfast, feeds the dog, wow. picks up the poop. Our oldest son. To, hey, school. Oh, that's right. It is. Okay. <laughs> now let me take a 40-minute shower. He's, he can't move quickly. Aww. He just cannot move quickly. So I think some kids will excel with college, like my youngest son. And my oldest son might not excel in that way because his skill set doesn't lend itself to that creative. thing. He's Right. But his creativity is through the roof. Yeah, he's a very so when he he's feels an artist. it, so he needs to be with you. He's yeah. an artist. And maybe Joe. <laughs> yeah, Isaiah. Well, that's can... nice because at least you could be like, "Well, yeah. I get this one. You got that." Yeah, one. and you know what's funny about that? And I don't want to dominate the conversation, but no. I know we spend a lot of time on our this side. Chil- oh. No, I, lo- I love this. We're learning. <laughs> I mean, this because we only got the one. This so is I'm our like... segment, Imperfect Parent. We're yeah, on, yeah. So we're on we moved in. Okay, Imperfect Parent. Yeah, I think what I found so interesting about children: two things. One, they get parts of your personality, but it's turned to the max. Mm-hmm. And and so much of their personality is defined way earlier than I thought. Yeah, mm. like our little, our youngest son, he's a melancholy Molly, but he started <laughs> off that way. Mm-hmm. He used to be before he could talk. He's just no, I don't want to. He we used to say he used to turn off. You go to give him a hug, and he's like no, and it would stand in the corner. Put him in soccer, wouldn't go in the game. Would practice, they'd be like, all right, Jojo, your turn. I don't want to play. There's so much of his personality to this day at 15, about to be 16 next month. 15, 15, about to turn 15. Exactly the same way. Our oldest son, free, loving, physical touch. I can give him a kiss more than anybody in the family. He's just, that's, but that's part of me. I'm a very loving, physical person. I, if I give Melissa a kiss too long, she's like, okay, okay, okay. All right. <laughs> I'm Our youngest yes. son All is right. that times 20. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, don't kiss me or hug me. Yeah. Let's just dap. Oh, wow. I know but. And you respect like, that too. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah, I hate it. Respect it. But Melissa's <laughs> also quality time. So he also has that part of her turned to the max. He's like, hey, we haven't watched a movie as a family together. Let's sit and watch this movie. Hey, we say we're going to the movies. Are we actually. Like, he makes sure we're at dinner. Hey, everybody's on their phones. Let's get off our phones. Oh, my god! The gosh. same kid who's like, don't hug me is like, don't hug me, but sit next to me and watch this yeah. movie and let's go to ice cream. Wait, I like, still want love. And I, different, still want I want lo- it manifested. I want it but- my oh. way. Don't yeah. touch me. Sit close, don't though. Tell me how to <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Yes. So, but that's part of our personalities turned all the way up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think the work ethic part we both have. They both have in their own. Yeah. Our, our youngest son probably could go to the military and be a general because the regiment is great for him. You know what I'm saying? So that's why we yeah. told him we're going to get a dog. Some kids love structure. And yeah. some kids are like, this is too restricted. Yeah. 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 And it's yeah. so funny because our parents growing up were like, I'm just going to raise y'all all the same way. <laughs> Maybe in some ways they tailored our different needs, but I have two younger siblings and we're very different too. And, mm-hmm. and we're all very close, but. You know, yeah. One day, yeah. Aaron was like, "I'm pretty sure the Earth is flat." I'm like, "It's not." <laughs> How were we raised in the same home? He's like, "No, no," because YouTube. I'm like, I, got, I have to move to LA. I have to move. Give me your phone. Give me your phone so I can mess up. And me and my sister are like, "Yeah, I need." Because the more you watch, the more that'll serve you. And even my mom, she has a PhD. She's like, "Where did I go wrong with you? Like, what's happening?" And we all love him. We get along, but him with the flat Earth theory is crazy. Yeah, I don't. 
He spent he spent a little too much time. I'm like I love science, and so when people spout those kinds of ideas, which I think are actually dangerous, they they have repercussions that involve people rejecting certain medication, and you know I remember it's a slippery slope. It is. It is. It is so dangerous. Um, but uh, yeah, you know. So I did want to you you reference the the five love languages mm-hmm. and yeah. quality time. You have a great line in the book where you're like. I thought if I didn't have sex and read the five love languages, I would have a great marriage. Like that, it's such a great line. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is exactly it." <laughs> like um, poor Melissa. Next page. <laughs> Let's see how this gonna turn. That's out. what they thought. That's how it was presented, <laughs> though. Like, you that that was the book that everyone like read this book, and you will have a healthy relationship to this day. To this Best-sellers day, list the week we were on it. Yeah, it really to, is. To this the day. Book's 30 the five years old. love languages. 30 years old. Four agreements. It's a load of shit. Five love languages. Five love languages, yeah. The book it's is? It's a load yeah. of shit. I remember reading <laughs> Really? It. You think so? I think because it, it here's my you thing. Know, we I think there are elements of it that are helpful. Yeah. yeah. But as an end-all be-all, it's too black and white. Like oh, one person having this kind of like preferred love language. I'm like, also, there's many different kinds. There's oh, other There's other love languages. I For me, when people elevate an idea or a, a or a book in this case a book specifically Christ, the christian communities um i i immediately am averse to it i did have to read i went to a, a christian bible school and so that was a book that was on and i i'm a little i think it's helpful in some ways but the fact that i read that and that's all i don't know maybe maybe the culture around the book not necessarily <laughs> no no I, I, but I, I do remember i do remember parts of it being like you know you find your one like he he yeah. sort of presents that as like fine which one and I'm like okay like, like <laughs> I, let's let's hold on I do there. agree I used to actually firmly believe that you only had one mm-hmm. uh, love language I actually believe you can have multiple and beyond that like multiple and they can be tied not like mm, this is like yeah. far and above my first and then second you know um, but I also believe they can change over time yes and I didn't believe I don't even think that the book presented it that it's been no, a long time since I've read it because they say you can learn as a kid and it will be the same yeah and I think correct <clears throat> and I think they change with time as you grow and evolve two things as you grow and evolve you learn yourself and so i think that's why they change and i also think seasons of life allow you to just need this at this moment if i'm raising kids and my kids are really young i might need um acts of service more just because i just really need help yes at at this that's where i am in my life right now and that's because your child is demanding a lot from you help me with this yes but as they get older like our and kids as they, don't demand as they as become much. yeah more self-sufficient and, well, and maybe you tie into yourself more <laughs> you realize it's something else. <laughs> what tammy when i you... love my kids being big no. i'm the weird mom <laughs> i want that that loves my kids being weird. i used to feel so bad about saying it aloud because every mom is like and don't it's get me wrong baby, i baby. do miss my kids being small there are times like when they talk back and stuff i'd be like if you could just go back to not talking <laughs> yes that'd be great but <laughs> i, I you how to talk listen okay? to talk I, 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 I need you to I, shut I think up you made time. a video of your fr- your uh son's birthday like at the beach it was just so heartwarming. Yeah. i was like i get that no, i, I feel that yeah i see that love that like them telling me what they want what they need like their thoughts like having conversations i mean you guys if you grew up churchy you understand this having conversations with your kids about sexuality mm-hmm. at 14 and 16 when i dare you 
have that type of conversation Mm -hmm. with with anyone of adult age when I was their age, forget about it. Mm -hmm. Having thoughts about um, the death penalty and, you know, politics and all. I enjoy watching my kids grow and think Mm -hmm. into the people they will eventually be in society. I think that is that is actually the gift of parenthood, watching these little people grow into adults that you can like truly be proud of. Like I that excites me too. It's I'm so it. over taking a stroller to the airport. Listen. I'm like oh it's very ghetto. <laughs> like, why, or I, I'm so over just like her actively destroying the room while I yeah. <laughs> the or like she she'll rip off she'll uh, your makeup really really nice makeup and just, just be get like, all over mm-hmm. the floor. I'm just like ah. we, she broke one of the child locks recently she ripped off the child lock this woman is a little hulk <laughs> like she, I think you guys I, prophesied over her life when you, call, you named her wild I know we did know. that's yeah. on us like yeah. that's on us yeah. you didn't name the baby calm yeah. Yeah. we did uh, baby number two number two calm. let's switch <laughs> that passive <laughs> Yeah, there you go. You spoke that into her. Oh my god! I love it. We're fostering an environment like she goes to this gymnastics thing, and she. I showed Amber. She's like hanging on for dear life. Gymnastics, music, falling down. Music. Ben is the kid. Yeah, I'm going around. It's so funny uh, because in this book, you. uh, The reason I love this book. Thank you. I'm just going to keep on talking. I love it it. because I. I think as someone who grew up in church. there's a lot of like black and white. Mm-hmm. And in the, in this book, this book is very much of like, hey, there's a fluidity. Mm-hmm. And there's mm-hmm. this really uh, a heartbreaking moment where um, I think, have you like get fired from your job for lying about it? <laughs> Before you could even warm up the, the chicken breast. <laughs> anyway, I was like, I need a sketch you, of you, this. I'm sorry. It's very funny. So Kev, Kev gets fired from his job doing something pretty un- un-Christian, I have to say. It's like lying. Uh, but then, uh, so... You, you become the primary caretaker. And at one point, you Melissa forces you to like wait in line and go get food stamps, right? Yeah, it's yeah. just like, uh, and you're standing there mm-hmm. holding mm-hmm. the hand of your two kids. <laughs> Tyler just, Perry movie. And, and just like really, you know, a Tyler Perry movie. Very pursuit right? of happiness. Very pursuit of happiness. Close the door to the bathroom and his cry. pride wouldn't allow it. I was like, sir, if you don't go collect this money. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yes. That you done already paid it. But the bus <laughs> drove by me. Even though I drove there, the bus drove by me. <laughs> so my mind, I rode the I bus. my bus, yes. <laughs> just, I, I barely had enough fare. It was very much losing Isaiah <laughs> and my son name is Isaiah too that's great. so I mean there's these like ebbs and flows and I love about this book that roles and responsibilities shift mm-hmm. and they change especially in parenting yeah. and um I don't know that's something that I find and even really, romantic yeah. part like What's interesting about that? We have completely taken over your podcast. No, you this is segments. why we have this. Okay, great. Okay. This we, is we'll what... read some letters in a second. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you're we can, about to, so you're we about can to take over fix other people's okay. relationships. You're going to fix some other people. No, <laughs> okay. You are not taking over. Well, we're, t- we're, we're talking, but I just want to make sure because, you know, me and Kev will talk. No, yeah. I, that's, what we, what, that's why you're here. I, I feel like y'all's time might be a little bit more valuable than ours. So yeah. No, equally valuable. I think what, what like, so Melissa and I have been together since we were 16. And that that went from like high school sweethearts with no money to we both got our first job, like first job job. Right. I think you had already worked and I had already worked, but like paycheck job. Then we go away to college together. Then we get married. Then we have a kid. We have two kids. Then we're like poor with two kids. Then we move here poor with two kids in a different city. <laughs> then like things start going well. Then I start traveling like uh, and then things start going really well. All of those stages required a different relationship mm-hmm. with us, right? 
Kev fired is not the same person as Kev on stage touring, selling out. Yep. So the version of the wife I needed at Kev fired was like, I, I, my confidence had never been shook, shook before. Even when I got cut, when you I thought like I was going to go shooken, I never thought, I thought I was going to go far in basketball. When I did it, I didn't change who I was as a person. I was just like, oh, this, this ain't for me, but something's for me. When I got fired, it was like, oh, you are not good at this and you can't, because at the, the time I got fired, we paid mortgage. Our bills were set for two family. Two. And Melissa made more than me, but I chipped in heavily. But now you got fired. You got two kids <laughs> and a mortgage. I like that. But go, on, go ahead. I'm going to let you rock. I chipped in heavily. So I don't, I don't necessarily feel like just a failure as a banker. I feel like as a failure as a husband and a father. Mm-hmm. Like, who am I? Yeah. Like, I'm worthless. Why am I here I'm if worthless. she's doing everything? Especially yeah. in, as a black man, a man period than a black man. I'm supposed to help provide for my family, protect my family. You can't even keep a job. Like, and I only got fired once, but now you can't keep no job. Like yeah. I started talking about myself for people. All, all of the tropes. <laughs> all the tropes. Not a married single Now he's driving her car is, and stuff. <laughs> so that person I needed for her, I needed from her was different at that time than say the person I needed last year. Uh, quality time was a thing we didn't really have to work on early. Because we were always together. Mm-hmm. But now when, you know, this last year and usually seven, eight months out of the year, I'm on the road half the year. So now we get maybe two or three days together. And of those days, one of those days is the podcast, still taking kids to school and all that stuff. So now we got to actively work on quality time when we didn't have to actively work on it. And I think to your point about the five love languages, I think the biggest mistake people make and I made you think just because I love this person, everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. It's going to automatically fall into place. And it's not like that. You have to work to make sure those things fall into place. And that fall into place is relative to where you are. Five years from now, when the boys are gone, gone, we don't have to drive them to school. It's going to be another thing. Ten years from now, when they've been gone for a while, they're not even in the home. It's Y'all another thing. relearn each other then. Yes, yeah. because so much of our life now, I mean, the routine qu- kicks in so quickly. I wake up, go to the gym. By the time I come home, Melissa's already cooked breakfast. The boys have their little sandwiches. Our kids go to different school. I take one to one school. She takes one to the other school. Usually, I don't even see her. I come back from the gym. She's already gone. And when she comes back, I'm taking him. We see each other. I get in the shower. She's going to a podcast. Four year, not even four years from now, four months from now, when one can drive. Well, that's out. Then a year from now, when they both can drive. Then they're gone like... We don't even know what we'll need we until need then. The timeline. You're kind of speeding things up. Right? <laughs> oh, I'm just preparing. At least now I know. I love a good timeline. But that's yeah. been like 18 years of our life. Right. Yeah. yeah. Has been the boys demand the first part of it. Getting them to school and from school. Our time for everything is based on Shona. that. And making sure we're home in enough time that they're. And in a few years, that won't be a thing at all. And that's. We've had kids since the second year of our marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So most of our marriage has been children dominated. Absolutely. The next 20 years will not be children dominated. So what adventures we have to learn? I'm excited for y'all. Yeah. So that's why pandemic was hard for everybody, right? Quarantine and be hard because it disrupted everybody's routine. Man. Like people broke up during that that, that Panda Express. (laughs) They're done. Divorces, breakups. They're like, I love you at a certain amount of time. Yes. I ain't got a 24 hour love for you. 
now 24 well, hours a day, I every think day. It, it just exposed the pandemic forced you to look at a pile of laundry that's probably been there for years and years and years and years. But the busyness of life allowed you to keep walking past it. When you're suddenly sitting down, because that's what the pandemic forced all of us to do is mm -hmm. sit your behind down. <laughs> you look at this pile and your brain is also like, well, I guess now we have the time to discuss. That pile of laundry over Can't there. Can't even remember whose pile it is. Yeah. It's collected yeah. dust. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and now we're going through That's and what sorting whose is whose and who, you know, what's going yeah. on with what. And things, you know, can start to unravel. You find resentment there. You find anger there. Like, as you're going through it. And that's, that's the... You know, the challenge of marriage is really that checking in to make sure you're sorting through that laundry. If I'm continuing the analogy, mm, continuing nice. the laundry and not allowing one big thing. And now you have this pile because usually that's when people say they've grown apart because it's been sitting there for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. And by the time you get to it, it's overwhelming. And now we're looking at you, strangers. You can't even use the clothes anymore because the funk has set so Listen, uh, they don't fit. Into the, my style funk. has changed. Yeah, my funk. Like... Yes. Everything is the different. I sweat a lot. Like if I don't <laughs> immediately run my little booty running shorts, they're gonna smell. They're gonna stink up literally the whole laundry basket. <laughs> That's no, true. for real though. I have these little. They just soak the Your little, little Nike hoochie daddies. My yeah. hoochie daddy shorts, and I use them, and I have to wash them. I just I sweat. You know, like a like a water cooler. Yeah, you do. <laughs> it's very. Have disgusting. you watched the show Hoochie Daddies? We have not yet. I can't wait though. I've I've seen two, some I good. Can't, I, I hear Tubi and I'm just like, ooh. Like, it's I, a good I time. I have to <laughs> All right, so we, segue to these. Yeah, we got to okay, yeah, This is the I do's and don't. Uh, okay. okay, relationship advice, and I'm only doing this because I think the laundry analogy is going to be important. Okay. These are real people. Okay. Real questions. Just we Judy. didn't write these or make yes. them up. We've yes. never done that. Okay. People send these in. <clears throat> IG. All right, you ready for this, Ben? We're going to ask, we're honestly just want to hear what y'all's opinions are on this. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Dear Fly on the Wallin, me and my boyfriend have been together for three years. I'm the oldest of six children with a single mother who worked to take care of all the bills. So I was basically another parent. I made it very clear in the beginning of our relationship that I'm ready to be in my softer era of life. Yes, I'm here to be wife and have these responsibilities, but also I don't want to be the person taking care of everything. Within three years of being together and moving in together, he has moved his mother in mm -hmm. without my permission. Mm -hmm. His friends are over every day, mm -hmm. and it seems that if I'm not telling him what needs to be done, it won't be done. His friends and family have literally walked in on me naked. They use my bathroom, or I'm just in PJs chilling, and he sees nothing wrong with this open-door policy. I'm definitely not saying he can't have friends and family over, but I'm someone who enjoys their own space and time. Also, I would like to be notified and communicated about these things. When they're going to happen. Please help. First of all, you read that so well. Woo! Thank you. The inflections and in there. You took us on the journey that is the letter. <laughs> I, could, I could visually I, I, see it. I was yeah. getting anxious. Yeah. Happening. <laughs> I, not the mama. Not the friend seeing yeah, you naked. Yeah. Mama yeah, has moved mama in. mama moving in. Without permission. They've only been together three years. Well, I don't want to say only. That's a long time for, for the streets. What type of advice y'all give people? Only. Reality. Okay. Go ahead. I, go first so I can think I, I, appropriate this is what answer. I would say <laughs> the, <laughs> this has actually happened to us in business too so it, it's very fresh the first thing I would say is this is the perfect time for a very serious heavy reset of the relationship the boundaries the importance of something this 
behavior unchecked, it will it will end your relationship quick quickly. Because what your mom comes in unannounced without my permission, your friends come in unannounced without my permission, quickly turns into you don't care about me at all, and you don't what I say doesn't matter. If you value your space, then the other person, uh, like I could see easily. I don't know if this is the case. I could see easily the person who values your space. She said her reason. The other person maybe has six, seven brothers. And they were cool. People coming to the bathroom. Like I've had friends who were like, I've seen my sister naked, my brother naked. We come in the bathroom. Other people were like, I, we didn't do that. And it feels very foreign. And a lot of times what we found people usually not on purpose, they get in relationships and they try to recreate their life in their family, Mm -hmm. in their relationship because it feels comfortable. And what is comfortable to you and the way you grew up is not the way that person grew up in our family. But she's also become the second mother in the home, too. Again, mm-hmm. yes. In our family, me, me, not Melissa, the family I grew up in, we fussed and were loud and we argued and we never went to bed mad. We would fuss, not cuss, but fuss and fuss. Love you, good night, kiss. We never went to bed like that. Melissa's family, she didn't do that. So when we got married, I was like, we going to do things the way my family did. <laughs> yeah, let's fuss all night. Let's and fuss, we each other. baby. Yeah, don't that's let like, the that's sun how go down your anger. That's, yeah. that's biblical. That's biblical. You don't want to do that. You don't love them. And you don't know his word. And that's what's wrong. Y'all was on the military-based church. Y'all wasn't apostolic like we was apostolic. That's not a nomination, though. Y'all don't love them for real. This is biblical. The way we argue is biblically correct. All right, relax. Certain amount of haughtiness in my thing. I had to learn that regardless of how I grew up and what worked in my family, that did not work in my marriage. And pushing Melissa to argue and talk and talk, let's talk about it, did not work. And I literally said, don't let the sun set on your anger. She was like... Literally, these were arguments. Literally. And she was like... We need to talk about this in the morning because at this Ooh, point I can't you. have this conversation. So I remember the first time I was like, okay, we're going to talk about it in the morning. And that morning we came and we had a productive conversation mm-hmm. that we had never been able to have when I was pushing for it at night. Shut up, But <laughs> that came from her being like, she didn't say, I ain't your family, how you was raised. But that doesn't work for me, which is what I think she, this per, this writer has to tell this person. This is what... Even outside of the way she was raised, I didn't sign up for this. And if we're a couple, even if you're a roommate, it's kindness and respect to say somebody's moving in or somebody's coming over. That's not even a relationship. That's just common courtesy. Mm-hmm. I'm naked like, hey, come on, man. I'm your wife or girlfriend. Or they girlfriend. didn't say. Girlfriend. They've been dating for three years. Well, <laughs> you if you definitely if you don't stop it now, you ain't gonna be able to stop it. Yeah, and a lot of times your house anymore. Yeah, I believe it or not, you this. can't take it's this. It's not shit no. Like I really you can't take it to me. I want to say one more thing, and oh, then I'll be yeah, done. Yeah. A lot of times, as crazy as it sounds, people are not aware of what they are doing is as offensive as it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. until they've been told, they just Listen, think. Sorry, can you say that one more time? <laughs> just look at this direction please a lot of times people are not as a not even aware what they're doing is offensive that's good good. until they're told so you you if you don't tell them they don't realize it's bad i man spread all the time i'm tall i'm actually sitting like this because i'm used to sitting next (laughs) to kevin yes and and like taking up the worst subway rider the worst (laughs) the worst the worst subway i got a white man on my hand they love (laughs) and how tall are you i'm six one yeah yeah. and i'm six one i'm six one as well So it's a lot of 
if yeah. you don't tell me, I don't even realize yeah, it because I'm just trying to find comfort because I, I can't sit like this. <laughs> so I mean, Melissa, she don't even say it no more. But somebody else is like, dang, Kevin. I'm like, oh, my bad. Yeah. It was in the podcast. We were yeah, doing. literally. Melissa's just accommodated for it. But if you tell me, I'll be more like, oh, my bad. Or I'll try to readjust. Yeah. Matter of fact, the day we did it, I was hurting my knees. Try, try not to be on you. <laughs> But like, my, man, I was literally like <laughs> trying to be uh, I'm like, courteous. I'm like Ouch! I'm like, it my hurts. Foot's in the other camera. <laughs> yeah. Right over here. But my point is, I don't realize I'm doing it. Right, right, right. Until you tell me, and that that behavior shows itself in marriage all the time. You don't realize what you're doing is coming across as controlling, uh, not caring, and if, whatever it is. Until that person says, because it's really how you, it makes you feel. Another person might not interpret that action that way. Sure. Right. But your partner feels like you're controlling, you're hovering, whatever. Am I helping you, Ben? <laughs> as long as I'm helping you, this is great. I, there, I like... never want to help Amber. I only am here for the men. <laughs> Melissa They're can like, be. I will do something like not pick up my underwear. And she's like, you hate me. This underwear is an example. You don't value my time, yeah. my care, that. my art. And I was like, I <laughs> I decided to wear my socks inside out today. Yeah. Like, like there's some connections. For sure. That, that this, because everything does have a deeper connection. We're never talking about what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. We're he didn't tell you that the cleaner had just left. Yeah. And, and so <laughs> I, I closed the door. And greet them goodbye for the day. I, I ain't like, even paid the invoice yet. <laughs> and I'm like, Already. why am I seeing your boxes on the floor? <laughs> you oh, they, they ain't even got out, out the complex. You could wait till she left to put your boxes right <laughs> See, there Yeah, the he, he forgot to tell you that part of the story. The what were you going to say about Only this the parts that, that are make you look good, yeah. Ben. Uh, <laughs> Leave the rest to her. Yes. Uh, uh, baby girl. This not the man for you. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to. See, yeah. With you at what point is it not redeemable anymore? Dang, so the thing it can't of, be salvaged. I, 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 this isn't, it's not like he's doing something you know so bad. He ain't hitting on you, he ain't cheating. No, you know, the things that we're like now, girl, what are we talking about? You yeah. need to go on and leave, but we are talking about something that's gonna work your nerves from now <laughs> until eternity. Eternity, it from now until eternity, that man gonna have his mama, brother, sister, cousin, friend, best friend, her best friend, her uncle, aunt's daddy, brother, sister, cousin at your house, sister, wife, <laughs> brother, husband. Come on, at the house. come yes. on, it's gonna be a circle of trust at your house every single time <laughs> you come home. <laughs> and if that's the fuckers, just what right. he <laughs> likes, enjoys, or considers a way of life, mm. and yours is the exact opposite, unless you guys can come, which means you gotta talk. And half the time, folks don't be talking. So unless you guys can have an actual conversation, agree to something and stick to it, which is just not likely, you might be wasting your time. Yeah. yeah. You might be wasting. Don't don't let them propose. Don't get no. <laughs> don't, practice, don't, don't practice your name with his last name. <laughs> yes. Don't in, in, in the curse of Don't lies. allow him to love you. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's also one of those things where like, you know how sometimes our parents love to put their older traditional views on us sometimes. Yeah. But in this case, the shacking up conversation might need to happen. For sure. And again, and we had had the conversation, obviously, with my mama, because this economy, if you like somebody a little bit, y'all need to move in together. Show enough. Yeah. And we cannot have been able to pay two Come separate on. incomes, <laughs> rents, mortgages. You like, need to God knows my heart yes. every day. Yes. <laughs> <God knows laughs> I don't know yes. what the rent it's is. 
ancestors. Was during the Bible days. Okay. <laughs> but I see the yes. rent today. I ain't got no shekels. My mama always does that. Y'all like, lived out. They lived like, outside. Daddy paid my rent and his. I was like, that's not today. It was also twelve dollars <laughs> total. Twelve dollars, and you could put gas in the car for a nickel. Come on, yes. that's not for today. Yeah. Not apples to apples. Like your daddy used to fill my tank and his. You know I'm what? Like, I saw a TikTok, which wanted, means it's true. <laughs> I saw a TikTok that was comparing inflation and money in I like the 60s. That. It was like 15K. Yes. Yeah. yes. With inflation, the cost of it's it's literally not one to one. It's not even like it's like 25 to one. Yeah. Yes. 20, like, 29. I think it was gone up 29 times. Yes. Compared to like yes. our income has only gone up. Like so if y'all on a second day, three times, bring three you home. Literally. Yes. So the your 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 dad yeah. could have worked at McDonald's or a steel mill and that money could have paid his rent and your sure. rent. Now or, or a mortgage. Or a mortgage. A mortgage. You or could a mortgage. Have paid rent and save money for a mortgage. Yeah. And now be. you you literally if you're making a hundred thousand dollars, it's the equivalent of making like twenty seven thousand then. Correct. Yeah, we're below yeah. poverty line. So hush, y'all old people. Yes. The it's world has the changed. Yeah. It's not the same. But Hush. in this case, maybe I'm like, okay, it's mama and brother and sister uh, contributing to the rent. Yeah. Because it maybe could work. Mama's not contributing. But, yeah. No. <laughs> Mama's show late. I brought you in this world. That was my contribution. Mama's, Mama's not contributing. <laughs> that's so real. Mama's not okay. contributing. I got it. And all the friends one. that's coming over, because you know what they do when they play in video games. And they <laughs> oh, eat food out your fridge. Your leftovers go to work the next day. And when you wake up in the morning, there's dishes in the sink. Yes. And he's not helping. Come on, and there's you know clothes. my boy. You know the situation. You know the situation. And y'all are fussing, you can't be naked. fighting. And, are, and especially after a long day of work, you at home, you yeah. want to relax, you want to chill. And again, what I'm saying is y'all got to have a real conversation. Okay? See, I would just double down and make shit real uncomfortable. I would walk out there butt naked, <laughs> blunt in tow, and be like, you in my house. <laughs> so that's what you get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> walk in front of the screen. Yes. And if you're uncomfortable, get out. And then, and then look at your <laughs> man. I have the loudest this sex you, this ever. This what you did. Yeah, 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 and like start this a what you did. Yeah, with the Sharon Stone yeah, leg yeah. cross. Oh, so, did you see something? So I'm since sorry. we're all yeah. here, here are the bills for the month. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would have the loudest sex ever. His mom would be like, "Oh, I just live on the street, <laughs> like, like with with a little pillow." I'd be like, "Oh, bitch!" Ah. Meanwhile, I'm like down ridiculous. the street, like playing basketball. I'm not even there. That's just what yes, she just called her by Loud. I would make. <laughs> did you hear me, mom? In the in the Did kitchen you, the next you morning. Sleep? I like, slept. Forrest so Gump. good. Forrest Gump's principal. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Yo, oh, mama. Cares about your schooling, boy. I would I would have it like that. I would wow. I would mount you on the kitchen table <laughs> to get them folks out my house. Listen, you know how I am, Ben. Amber is dramatic. I'm like, let's. Yeah. How can we make people real? That's a little If we're all moving in, guess she, what? Guess we, what? We, we it's talked my about house. this a couple weeks ago, but she did wake me up out of my sleep. Yes, like to the because I'm like you. Let's fight. Yeah, like it's on my we mind. Need, we need to have this. Con- it was I. I locked the downstairs door. I went to sleep, and the g- door leading into the garage. I locked it, and she had to pee really bad. And she has asked me not to lock that door, and most of the time I don't. But this time I did it. It, it and she woke me up out of my sleep. Yes, because like, he you know, know I'm postpartum. Yeah, so when so you got she, to pee, oh, yeah, you got yeah. to but pee. But I'm like Water's I also trash. think murderers. I read a lot of serial killer like right. novels and. I read a lot of horror and, and watch a lot of horror, so I think everyone's a serial killer. Where's your I have, key? I have, I have, it was in, in the back, but you know, book. when you got to go, 
that's that's extra time. Have you ever? That was a great. Have question, you ever almost Ms. made it to the bathroom? That was a great. And then you're like, question. I finally made she it. She's asking the point. questions. I asked him not, not to lock the door. She's just asking questions, Amber. <laughs> Don't worry about the key. I asked you we not to do that. Never locked that door. We never locked that door. So never. I was. It's so funny, Ben, that you baffled. said that. I was watching a show today. I didn't even tell you about this. Oh, it ain't gonna be sad, but you're gonna be like, you, you gotta stop. <laughs> the guy, the guy had hopped in his window and he had a baseball bat and he was like, "Get out of here!" And the guy went. I was like, "I need a baseball bat. <laughs> I gotta have it because I don't want to have to pull a gun on you." Yeah, but a baseball, baseball bat right. it it, it mm-hmm. sends a it message. It still works. And as the men, you're like, "I gotta protect my family." I feel it. So the not locking the door, I'm always like, the murder is coming. Yes. Yeah, they're coming. Like, and he's you can like, lift up ah. that electronic garages are easy to break through. Yes. Like are you they? can you can jam them up there. I tell my kids this all the time. You don't if you don't lock that door and the garage is open, you're, you're my oldest son, you live downstairs. Yeah. Downstairs. You're getting murdered. Right by the yeah. door. R- literally. Your and murder is gonna wake us up and save the rest of us upstairs. Exactly. <laughs> so you should lock the door because yeah. you're the sacrificial lamb, baby. Leave it unlocked. Exactly. It's gonna buy us time. But that we didn't have that narrative. We yeah. had that I was sitting in 30 minutes of LA traffic. Oh. And I was just about to go on myself. Oh. She, and she, I find I reverse parked had, and she I'm was driving. She had just had a long day. You were in I think you long had, day. had interview. Making money for and our family. And your pee yeah. only is timed to the best oh, case scenario. Oh, your bladder when, girl, you're close enough. No, we're not, no, we're not. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, I made it. <laughs> and you don't have enough for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, the bladder's, yeah, it's, I, it's done. I we're here, get, so I, I don't mess on myself. Yeah. I was like, yeah. well, now you can't sleep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How could you possibly <laughs> that sleep? That is a logical. That's fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But the book, but the but the book, Shameless Plug, has <laughs> taught me how to fight fair. Oh wait, uh, I got another yeah, good one, Ben. Yeah, we have to. Yeah, let's get okay, this let's other go. one going. Well, now, I mean, it's good, but it ain't. <laughs> now I feel like we're like, ooh, wait, let's go. You hack it up. It's great. Okay. <clears throat> hey, fly on the wallin'. I'm 40. My husband is 39. We dated for a year in high school, and then years later, we reconnected on Facebook. Dated, got married very quickly. I had a lot of reservations, but I loved him so much. With all the besides the regular issues, the main one is the lack of sex. From the honeymoon night and on, it's been lackluster. I feel nothing. I've tried tricks, and he's even gotten pills to help, but he doesn't use them. My friends say it's his weight. He's a big guy, and he doesn't want to work out or anything. I'm a faithful person, and for once in my life, I'm trying to wait until this marriage and all that, and now I'm sick in a physically loveless marriage. Ooh. Please help. That Sex be hard. Sex do be hard. A, that's a letter. <laughs> they are married? Yeah, they're married. They're okay. 39 and 40. And I think she was basically saying she waited. She waited till until marriage. Until marriage. marriage. So she waited until she that's was 39. That's the lie. If, mm-hmm. I'm assuming the reason you waited is for church reasons, religious region, reasons. Yeah. And I talked about the myths in the book, and that is one of the biggest bamboozlements there is. Hoodwinked, girl. Mm-hmm. To th- have you thinking that if you do all these things right, that your sex life in marriage will be, first of all, easy. It's a lie. <laughs> that your sex drive is going to be through the roof. It's a lie. That you ain't gonna have to work for that your partner, you and your partner ain't gonna have different varying levels of 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 sex drive. It's drive. I hate the word drive. Actually, it's another word, but I can't think of it. But anyway, varying levels of sex. Girl, it's all a lie. It's a lie. 
Thank you. Yes, yeah, still okay. What's that phrase? It's a high and low, like there's desire. Like, yes, high desire. desire. Like, Thank you. That's exactly women, women can be high. There are high, high desire. desire men. Absolutely. And, uh, I, I, and lackluster and desire lack, men. And lackluster uh, per men. the letter. I wonder if the pills are working because she said he was on pills that he stopped t- taking. So I'm wondering. Well, she said he didn't take them. Yeah, he got them. She but got didn't take yes. Them. So she's saying like, I tried all the tricks. I even got them pills, but he doesn't take them. Oh, got it. But he doesn't use them. Uh, that could be pride then. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if he took them, they worked, and then he was just like embarrassed or his pride kicked in and he, you know, men be feeling very much a, a way about not being able to perform on their own. Um, but he's <laughs> just, if he's just not taking them, that will be a hump he does have to. Oh, he doesn't want the hump. You lobbed it in there. You lobbed it in that joke. That's because my mind thinks in jokes only. Yeah. <laughs> joke is always first. Yeah. What's so, your advice to this woman? How, how desire a woman? So the the underlying problem to this too, especially for her, higher desire women with lower desire men is is not commonly portrayed in the media or something like that. So you end up, we get this question a lot because you end up feeling like nobody is like this. Because what you hear is my wife don't give it to me. Like you hear that in conversations, in church, in media. You don't hear my husband doesn't want to have sex nearly as often. So we actually got this letter so many times and women are just like, what? Is happening. I, I, and they internalize it differently too. I think for men, uh, because it is portrayed so much, it's it, it's all rejection. But I think they understand it, and maybe you could speak to it. But like men understand it as like, oh, I'm just with the lower desire uh, woman, and that's kind of like status quo, so to speak. And I think for women, you almost feel unattractive for sure. Like maybe your or husband guilty. literally d- guilty, isn't attracted yeah. unattractive, to un- me. That's why she said, I feel yeah. unloved, unloved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like, and also when you. Uh, desire something, right? She looked for this and waited for this. And especially if you used it to save yourself or if you just desired it and it's not panning out, it feels infinitely worse, mm. right? Yeah. Even like food. Because the juice right? wasn't worth the squeeze. You're Man. like, I've been squeezing, 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 yeah. squeezing And now I waited, I waited really all does. this time yeah, for like, this. 39 it's years. It's like food. Like if your homie tells you this restaurant's great, it's Shana, so good. It's the, the best. <laughs> You're expecting this. This just happened to us last week. This is the best ever. Oh, it and it was far from our house. We happened to be in a part of LA that it was close. We got it. Postmates took a it home. It's going to be the best. When we got home, it was oh. the most bland. I reevaluated the friendship. <laughs> <laughs> it was so not well, worth it. What are those like? Ah, oh, my friends just broke. That's why they think. No, that. it, it that. wasn't that. It just maybe it was th- wasn't their day, but it pissed us off so bad. I was like, I don't even trust your judgment as a person. <laughs> this is the worst. I could have had In and Out and had a better <laughs> experience, and I don't even love In and Out like Dang that. In-N-Out. But imagine that to sex. Like, yeah. she's probably imagine we're gonna be having this great sex and blah blah blah. And then sometimes I imagine in the guy's head. Well, it's, it's not happening. I don't really want to do it. And the more you, he thinks that, the more I don't want to do it. It gets into my head even more. If he doesn't feel good about his body or the way he looks or the way he feels I'm during sure sex. sure playing a role. Your mind is your biggest factor in sex. Yeah. What is going on in your mind is your the biggest hurdle to overcome. If you feel sexy first in your mind, like, oh, girl, you're looking good. You're feeling good. You're smelling good. Mm. Ah, 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 then it's easy to portray outward. 
if the exact opposite is happening in your mind, that's a huge hurdle to overcome. Or if to you're get not sexy. thinking, let me see your laptop, Amber. One thing I've learned about my wife is the same thing because I used to internalize every not sex is something I've done wrong. My wife is a, a as hard of a worker as I am. If she's in the bed, oh, right? Just happened. If she's <laughs> emails, I got emails. I'm so behind. She's thinking about these emails all day. She's in the bed at 10:59. Okay, I got this. And what do you think about this date? Blah blah. blah. Okay, I'm done. That coochie is done. <laughs> The coochie's also done because you, nobody can go from that. Like, okay, now what did you say? That's, we, I'm not thinking about that. So in my marriage, in my mind, I used to always be like, well, dang, like you don't want to have sex. You don't love me, blah, blah, blah. But if we're hanging, chilling, watching a movie, we're snuggling. Now that, that coochie might not be done. Might not be done. Right. But I think. In my mind, every time we didn't have sex is because of something I did. Yeah. I'm not thinking like, you got to be in the mood or the openness mm. to the mood. And to go from work to sex or I'm tired or the laundry or I didn't cook or I didn't take a shower, like that's part of learning your partner, right? So, and I and feel for this woman feeling like, well, if I, the, the thing that I, that I, that stung me is like, I did the tricks. That's like, I done my part. Now it must be me. But can I say this too? Please, the please. other thing is she can't own his sexuality. Yeah. That is something he has to work out, whether that's therapy, whether that's pills, whether that's mm. whatever the underlying yeah. issue is. Buy him the is. pills and being like, eh? Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that might not work. No, it's yeah. not going to yes. work. He has to own and feel empowered about his sexuality and work through whatever is going on, whether it, maybe it is his way. Maybe he feels unattractive. Maybe he feels like whatever. I don't want to have sex with my, sh- I don't want to take my shirt off. Yes. Yeah. Whatever mm. that is, then he has to work that. Maybe he needs sex therapy. Maybe he need, doesn't. Like, whatever it is, he has to work that out and you doing it for him is not going to produce the results that you want it's actually going to make push him further away because you're owning yours and now you're trying to own his and and now what i'm doing is really for you and it's not for me and that was a big thing like you can't um he can't oh he can't have sex for you you have two individual people and and sex was invented by god for the pleasure of both parties Mm -hmm. i need to have my own pleasure my own sexual experience that's separate different and apart from yours and if you are trying to place what you want on me well then it is no longer for me yeah right so i need to feel comfortable owning my what what are my accelerators what are my brakes what are my turn-ons what are my turn-offs if i'm into work mode and i know my husband wants them then maybe i need to put the computer away because now is the time for me to put it away (laughs) in addition i want to just hop on this because you're making a fantastic point thank you very much um (laughs) that was very helpful for me because i was her in the like if you don't want to have sex, I've done something wrong. So let me try but, to fix you. Right. And purity culture, we both grew up in the church, but purity culture had a very different and almost polar opposite effect. Melissa took it as I must protect myself. I must never have sex and therefore God will bless me and I will be blah, blah, blah. That entrenches your mind in a totally different way than you think it does. It actually locks you in, not opens you up. I was like, I actually i'm not pure and I'm, just, <laughs> I'm actually dirty i'm dirty i'm gonna have sex <laughs> i don't because i didn't I'm feel filthy. that same yeah. shame right I, my pastors and preachers purity was like a wink 
You know, y'all got to be saved. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, God yeah, yeah. Women, Especially yeah. with the men of the church. What? They would, they yeah. would separate the girls and the guys. And it's and I, always. I had many bullet points. The guys were like, you know, just do what y'all got to yeah, do. I made my mistake. Yeah. friend who was the drummer. Yes. Who, uh, and Y'all read this book for real. Yeah, 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 most people yeah, have two little points. They know y'all got a point in every <laughs> chapter. Well, so actually, Amber and I. Previous, we had a podcast where we read a book, a, a pr- pretty much a week, a mm-hmm. book a week. So, like, we are practice. But yeah, tell if you wouldn't mind sharing that. Story no, no. So, book. my boy was the drummer in church. Him and another girl in the church had sex and got pregnant. Right? They both are attending the same church, both in ministries. She got sat down. Sat down. We all know what that. Sat means. down means mm-hmm. you can't. If you don't know, it means you can't Scarlet do nothing. Letter. Scarlet yeah. letter. Your For stomach shame, getting bigger. Times Square. You yes. can't do nothing. Yes. While that stomach is there, and when you do it, you can work in children's church when you're born, when the baby's born. He never missed a beat. Yep, literally. literally. Yes. Never missed a beat. He must have been a really good drummer. He was amazing. <laughs> but she was also amazing what she did. Yeah. We also yes. valued the music more. Sure, yeah. That's so true. Valued you're a bass more. player, which I didn't I'm know. I'm a bass That's player, awesome. too. <laughs> <laughs> so, and when you see that happen, you're like, I mean, when, you, when guys have sex, we don't, that, that yeah, shame and guilt is not, not nearly the same. No. So it doesn't, when I had sex before marriage, I felt bad, but not the same way the girls in our church felt bad. And the reward for virginity was so high. The, the Melissa was striving for it. Other people in our church were not. But she was like, I'm going to win this and be the best at this. And give and give my sexual sexuality to my husband. Yes. And own it myself. Did you get a purity? Did you have a no, purity ring? Oh, it wasn't you never, that deep in It was invisible. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yes. but maybe that was like the white evangelicals, you know? Yeah, they oh, absolutely. Because so, they were they black were folks dances. ain't got no money for no jewelry. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> that, that ring Married is to Jesus. you married yeah. to Jesus, but hey, you ain't gonna yeah. wear nothing. Yes, but like just think about practically. It's like nobody ever thought about. If you deny or deny, deny and deny yourself for twenty years, why would it make sense that on the twenty-first year you're now just open and free? Mm. Right. That, but that kid who's been exploring their body doesn't see a little Cinemax. Them flick the bean or, or jacked and jilled. They are having sexual experiences. They're going to be more prepared right. for a healthy sexual relationship. Come with a different set of problems, but uh, but no. Well, that's what I was going to say. That comes with a different set of problems. But sexually, they they're further along the line. They are, but they're also they're further awakening. Along. Yeah, but so I I and I say this too. I don't think the church meant no harm. No. The people were really trying to protect us from sure. unplanned pregnancies and those pitfalls because that also happened as well. These in these effects were unintended, yeah. but they were still there. They were so the the intention versus the impact. Yeah, yeah. and a lot of our wild. parents went through the negative version. Yes, so their experience. They're like, let me help you with what I went through. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to save you. They don't necessarily know that this is going to create another problem, and even that problem. Oh, your purity met my mind for sex to our parents, but you ain't got no baby. You can get a good job. You can go to college. Like you get a baby, you can't go to college. You know what I'm saying? They're trying yeah. to protect us and set us up for success. So I think me and Melissa joke about this. We don't know what our kids are going to go to therapy on us for. <laughs> we think we're doing a good job. They listen to this podcast like, I, I give I'll you some give ideas. You. Yes. But every parent, for the most part, thinks they're doing a good job. A better job than the last yeah. year. Yeah. our parents' generation really was the, like, if you told a job you were pregnant, you were fired. Like, yeah. it wasn't mm-hmm. a discrimination act and things like that. I also think sometimes, now that we've been together a long time, just a little bit of honesty goes a long way. Like, yeah. <laughs> like we'll definitely try something and be like you know what that wasn't it 
<laughs> yeah. I love you, but that wasn't it. Because I would do the same thing with food, with movies. We yeah, would discuss any other thing. And oh, it yeah. isn't, is it, is, it wasn't a you or it wasn't a me. We tried X new trick and, and that was and not it. it. You know what? I That listen. level of conversation to it is a blessing to have a conversation like that and either one of you not walk away thinking, I know we said it was this third thing, but I actually feel like what you said, it was me. What a, I mean, <laughs> yes. what a blessing you have. It took me a long time to get in the mindset of like every sexual experience doesn't, I, I equate it to food because it's easy to understand. Yes. Everyone doesn't have to be a five-star dining experience. Right. Some, we, me and Melissa eat out a lot. <laughs> once a week sometimes twice a week but we also cook at home and sometimes we go we order chick-fil-a when you're hungry sometimes chick-fil-a cool right and in the marriage you're gonna have your oh three michelin stars your three michelin stars yes and sometimes you're just like good night and sometimes you want i know we said we have sex it's just let me give let me handy you off because it's all I got is a handy. Yes. And that's the in and out. Or yeah, even that, it's like you have to sometimes redefine like what is sex to you. For sure. Yes. Because it's like, it doesn't have to be penetration every single time. It really does Like with this couple, if he's struggling with his weight, I would be like, okay, sir, that's cool. We got some toys here so that yeah. I can at least get so mine. It blew my mind. So I would call marriage be hard. It, it leans towards like more religious. You're, you're sure. God-fearing. Yeah, you're Christians. Yeah, yeah. You had to, you've been in the church. And when you talked about masturbation in a positive way in this book, that blew my fucking mind. I read, <laughs> I read a book growing up called Every Young Man's Battle. This book I, fucked. I, I, do you remember this book, right? This book we fucked were assigned with my mind. I think I've read every uh, yep, woman. Yeah, you probably read every. I think it was, uh, but it wasn't young. It must be a series. It yeah. must be yes. a series. They're, they were killing it. They're like, yeah. oh, I think I've read. One. It's either every married woman's battle <laughs> wait, wait, or every wait, woman's yeah. battle yeah. or something and, like that. And there, they oh. had a section, a chapter on masturbation, and I felt guilty every time I got a hard on as a kid, or every time I masturbated, I was like, Jesus. <laughs> like, I had to go shower. I had to go pray. I had to you go did. read scripture. I felt, oh, Ben, tell them the story about uh, the girl you fantasized about. No, and, and, you, and, you, no. and he apologized to this girl at his oh, church. No. Ben, are you are you crazy? Christ, <laughs> are you crazy? He, he Why would you her. bring her into this? He was like, I just want you to know that I thought of you <laughs> in pure ways, and I'm sorry, just from from fantasizing about her. I was so Christian. You were deep. You were indeed. So like, I can't believe I. What did you say? Like I thought. I thought of my sister in Christ this way. That was this. She was like, okay. What is she doing with that information, Ben? What can she but do she with that? You? I was homeschooled. Right. <laughs> Which like, and, and that's why while is going like, like, down like, to the your argument. Like, no, I don't need to hear that. Man, how old? How old were you? I would have been like, describe it. Tell me what happened. Describe in the it. Fantasy. Actually, uh, can we go to? Uh, <laughs> you actually want to do? What it? was I wearing? Family bathroom. Yeah. Can we go to the family. Have bathroom? you always <laughs> been very um, like comfortable in your sexuality? No, I would say I I've always been. I, I now know things that I did as a young child. I'm like, why am I always hanging out by the dryer? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, like things will happen. I'm like, okay. I, I have language for it now. Yeah, yeah. But I would definitely. Ever get out that dryer. You ain't doing no clothes. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. My mom's like, make sure let's, let's assign the weekly chores. Aaron, laundry. I was like, <laughs> I'll do laundry. I'll do laundry and dishes. I'll do laundry and dishes. 
I need that dryer, mom. Please. Don't take She's this like, from okay. me, mama. Don't take this dryer from me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I loved that dryer. And so I would do things like that. Okay. Or I had, I had a, a boyfriend every year of high school. Mm. So my parents, they were like Southern Baptists, mm. but it, and we went to vacation Bible school and all of those things, but, but, but they, but you know, my mom mm. would make up a picture of margaritas on Sunday. Like they Got were, it. they believed and they had a relationship with God and we all went to church, but it was like, you know, this is what I actually think of when I think of Baptists. So you're yes. describing it correctly. Yes. Baptist and then in college, I was yeah. like, black Southern college was when no I discovered, I was like, oh, women are supposed to be coming too. Tell me more, professor. Like, I took, like, you know, sex Sexual, education yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. So I think from there, I was like, no more. Years of, like, just giving my high school boyfriend a blowjob and then going home sad. I, I've been told now that we, That's too, like can mess. Maybe. <laughs> I don't dislike them. I just, no, no, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss later, yeah. We'll put a check mark on I don't dislike. I just don't love them. Yeah. Like, they're fine. They're cool. <laughs> because you're not getting something in return. Right. Yeah. I like that you like them. Yeah. You know, you do something in the bedroom, sure. you're like, I'm not wild about this thing. Yeah. But it's it's great that you love it. I love that you love it. Correct. And I'll do it because you love it. But if you didn't love it, we would never do this. <laughs> and with like that, that knowledge, like, I can't do I can't do that now. Like, no, we can you, do it. It's fine. No, no, I can't, though. Like, I literally. But you know like, how you have a food that you guilty. crave. Yeah, yeah. I love sushi. Yeah. Ben's yeah. like. I, I, know, but I, I enjoy sushi, but there's like Amber hates bananas. Like she's not a fan of bananas. No. I can't. I don't buy really buy bananas. I buy them now for the wild, but like I can't. I will never order a dessert with bananas. So like you knowing that you're not crazy about it, like you know, I get. But that. I'll eat it. It's like it's literally. I do it. Oh, that brings me to a great question. Before the show started, yes. I showed y'all a video online yeah. of this yeah. married couple. I thought we were going to have time for this. I will put it in episode notes. Um. This will be because we did talk about the book. Okay. I put in episode notes. So we saw this video of this couple. Mm -hmm. And basically the video says like a marriage secret. We don't say no in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. Initial thoughts. Do you want me to go first? Child, somebody lying. <laughs> <laughs> that was not my initial thought, but I think that's a good initial thought. I can't imagine. Maybe this is just because it's my relationship. To me, a, a good, healthy relationship, you should always be saying yes, no, maybe. To food, to vacations, to clothing, to sex. Thumb up, thumb, thumb down, up, thumb, thumb down, down, thumb in, thumb out. No thumb. <laughs> On the rim, don't poke. <laughs> um, if you're not saying no, you are accepting something that you don't enjoy. And are you guys, ha well, unless, finish your whole thought. Okay. Uh, You're like, I have so many for example, right? Uh, pegging. Let's just start with pegging because most. Let's just jump in. Let's jump into pegging. Five margaritas. <laughs> if that's not something you've done, if we, we're following this line, a uh, line of thinking, and Melissa's like, "Hey, how's your day? We're pegging tonight. Can't say no. Lube up. Wait a sec. I don't know if I'm comfortable yeah. with this. I don't I think, think I've never done this, huh? You're in line yeah. with what I was. Gonna yeah. Say. I don't know that I will like this. Um, as a as a cis hetero man, I've got to wrap my mind around this first. I can't imagine you could just jump into something you've never done without saying no, without a conversation. I personally, me, Kevin, wouldn't think that's healthy, as healthy as, first of all, let me clarify. Whatever works for y'all works for y'all. Mm -hmm. 
I'm talking about for everybody else who will try to apply what works for somebody else. In my experience, what's much better is, hey, I'm interested in this. Me, me and Melissa in the book have red, yellow, green. Yes. Uh, the brakes and the accelerator. Yes. We green is something I can do. No problem. Anytime you try that, I'm never going to have an issue with that. Yellow something I might be okay with. Depending, let's have a conversation. Red is a hard stop. I'm not comfortable with this. Things that are red can become yellow. Yellow can become red, red, green, whatever. But I think having those conversations outside of the bedroom, because you don't want to do it right now while you're in the throes of passion, um, <laughs> trying to try new stuff that a person might not like. Also, I think a lot of times in marriage, in relationships, people have prior sexual experiences and they have stuff they've seen done in media, whether it's movies or porn or whatever the thing is. And I think sometimes they internalize that and try to bring that in without checking with yeah. that other person and making sure that's okay. That's a form of colonialism, is just doing And whatever. wouldn't you know? I would know. <laughs> yeah, this is my yeah. everybody. This is my like people. Term, this though. is what we do. Yes. And no, this, this is like literally, I'm stepping in, you're going to do this, and it's not necessarily like it. Uh, I think this is colonialism light because a lot of colonialism, it's so insidious. It's so like secretive. Like yeah. you're going to do this thing and it's going to be fun. It's going to be pleasurable. We're, you're going to change this kind of food. You're going to adopt this language. You're going to adopt this religion, mm -hmm. this kind of way. And it's, I'm not killing you. I'm not destroying you, but you can't say no. And it's, there's an insidious nature to it, especially yeah. when it has to do with sex because sex is, um, is so like focused on like pleasure and excitement and, and yeah. fun. And so you can't say no to that, obviously. Yeah. Right? And I think that's why it, that that video is so um, disturbing. Yeah. You see the comments that people are like, oh, I'm, I should try this with my person. And I'm like, like I, I just want to say one more thing. Let me say one more thing. In my experience in, in, in our sexual relationship, what has brought about the most pleasure is safety and comfort. Stop saying the word so I can okay. say the word. <laughs> I just want to make sure I said because I, I I I think even me I can fall victim to what I could what I wanted to bring in what I thought was going to be great and what has been more pleasurable is having those conversations and freedom and um you saying all the words well you I no go say I'm just amen and you saying all the words freedom comfort acceptance removing also removing expectation. I used to be big on if, if she don't come, I have failed. That means every time we have sex. I think you should go with that. Line. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes you do your best. It don't go there. <laughs> yeah. And now you're just, you're licking, you're licking, you're licking. <laughs> it's red. It's overstimulated. You got to pause. You done lick, you done suck, you done sped up, pulled back. Vaginas are harder. You gotta, yeah. and they're not the same. They're not. Let me tell you what sucks, man. When you try to eat out, <laughs> and your your three your three moves ain't you you done did them three times it ain't worked. I'm going back. I don't throw an interception of the coach. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin in the back turned his mic off. But no, oh, but you I can say whatever you want. This is, this what, is explicitly this is a family rated. podcast. But yes, our family, yes. What I find more than because what I think the goal is, if you never say no, you're free to do anything, right? But I think. Your safety, whatever your anything, is relative to your relationship. Mm -hmm. And that might not even be the same experience to experience, right? Uh, pre um, the week before your period, your nipples are sore. I might enjoy getting not my titties up. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. No, no the, 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 I see people on Twitter saying that. It's common. I'm just saying not everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So even if you do enjoy it, I might not enjoy it today, right? right. So. 
oh, actually, my nipples are a little sore. Not today. And then pre-baby or post-baby, you yeah. might feel differently. Yeah. You Listen, so much of marriage and relationship is navigation. Day-to-day, experience-to-experience. So I think it's much more dangerous than it is helpful to just say, blanket, we don't say no in the bedroom. Because, listen... We, we we did the love hour. We talked a lot up to sex experts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Sex has a wider range than I was aware of. Mm-hmm. There's a lot <laughs> of things that people can be into. Where you know you might be surprised at what no is. When you introduce kinks and toys and pain. And others. <laughs> and others. You, you probably could say no. <laughs> we'll talk offline. Yeah, we'll talk offline. <laughs> There's a moment. There's a moment. <laughs> So you really got to have that conversation right. because me and Melissa are, are, are sometimes feel very different on sex. You talk about fire, clamps, stabbing, like Convertibles people. is my favorite. Bruh. Used for There's a lot of stuff time. people can yeah, be well, into. Now you stop. So uh, that uh, long way of saying, I think it's much better, safer, healthier, and eventually more pleasurable to have conversations about what you want, what you're interested, what you're open to, than to just have a blanket. I don't say no, but do whatever you do. You no, ain't my partner. The I would just want to. I want to <laughs> ditto everything Kev said, and I just want to add that the dangerous part about them saying that is that I don't. I didn't see the caption, but there's not context. Mm. So, have you guys been married for twenty years? Yeah. Do I now know your reds, your yellows, oh, and your greens yeah. kind of implicitly because we've been together for so long? Uh, so and in so that I, case, it, that might be okay at that point. Right. Yes. So now I actually understand what your breaks are, what your reds are. what, And so I just yeah. don't do them. Yeah. So it's so much easier to say yes. Because yeah. within the and, scope. Exactly. Yes. Yep. And so and without, guess who doesn't read the caption? Nobody. The oh. internet. All the internet. <laughs> All the people. Context. All the Absolutely people. Absolutely not. And it's unfair. Word. So then you have people who are either naive, maybe they're struggling sexually, and they see this as a goal, and they don't have context to how these people got there. Yeah. Right. That's unfair, and it's dangerous. Because if I'm a young person, and I'm newly married, and maybe I am, you know, one of us is churchy, and I'm struggling, and now I come in, well, this couple, because that couple goes who aspire to be like, come yes. on, and look at all the great stuff they put on the internet, and they said yeah. they don't say no. So what we need to do is not say no, which is code for you need to not say no to, to me. me, girl. You talking good? That it's unfair and it's dangerous, and that breeds um, an unsafe environment. And because your brain is your biggest organ in sex, listen to me clearly, people. It is. <laughs> if I think you're going to do something that's going to violate my boundary sexually, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. I if it was safe, once wet, it's un- dry. <laughs> yes, extra dry. If it was once tingly, it's shut off. <laughs> Everything <laughs> is over because now it you is. violated. I'm no longer there. I can Not no longer engage. It. I'm no. It's, and then we can't even do life together, girl, because you you violated. It's me a wrap here. And I was just gonna make that point to Melissa's point to your point to <laughs> now mine and maybe Ben's later. If I, if I can't trust you in the bedroom, then can I trust you? Yeah. If you don't value me and what I say is important to me here, then are you going to make me feel safe there? And scat play. That's doo-doo. <laughs> Some people that, do I that. I you that on yeah. the love hour. Yeah, <laughs> I said, what you mean? Scat, like animal scat? Yeah. 
Goody Howard told us some folks is into scat. Oh, uh, wet, wet play. Wet play. <laughs> People like being pit. Pee stinks. Ain't my thing. Yeah, I'm not here to 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 yuck Ain't y'all. Ain't gonna yum. yuck y'all no. yum. But, if you like still, it, listen. I love it for y'all. Love it. Yeah, yeah. I love it for you. But that's what no conversation. Like if I don't like that, I. Yeah, you were saying I can't say no to that now? Exactly. exactly. This idea. And of, listen, of I, and we've when you're even married, gone, you own each other. We've gone like idea. very extreme. But there are, you know, certain sectors of the Christian community who might think oral, oral sex is uncomfortable. It, yeah. it, or a sin. Is yeah. a sin and you cannot do. So we heard if you, if God so now, wanted me to suck that. Well, now I want to do it more. If God <laughs> wanted me to suck that, he wouldn't have gave me teeth. So right. if that's where you, you come lollipops. from, you can't yeah. just put that on me. That, that That's a process. Yeah. And yes. again, that's my mind. I can't be thinking I'm committing a sin against God. Trying to, girl, bye. Right. <laughs> and, well, I think it's even more complicated because within the church environment, you are taught not to say no to your husband. So your husband now wants oral sex, but now you think oral sex is wrong. So now now it puts you in this weird predicament. And, and then they also didn't tell you, don't tell your husband no, submit. And if you don't do it, somebody else will. Yeah, so now you got those three pressures in, in the bedroom with you. In and that's why it goes back to the comment of you have to own your sexuality. That's a journey. Listen, it's a journey I have to take. That's a journey that you have to take to get there. That's all mind work. Yes. Yeah. That's all mind work to change your mind about I can have a sexual experience. That's not anti-God. I can do this and that's okay because guess what? Who created sex? <laughs> what of the two sexes, of the two genders, I don't Me. know which one is PC, <laughs> but I think it's gender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Of the two genders, which one has a clitoris? Whose sole purpose? Well, it's a little blurred these days. Yeah, but yes. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm a little pee. I should little say little. what I should say is um you say clitoris, yeah. Okay, very good. Okay, very the good. The clitoris is great. The point that I'm making is the, <laughs> the whole clitoris soul, <laughs> the sole purpose of the clitoris is pleasure. Yes. It literally serves it don't no even pee. other yeah. purpose. It no, don't it, pee. It, it, ser- it, don't even it pee. serves yeah. no other purpose. So as women, I've gotten a little bit more specific, but as women, if you've grown up in this environment and you're struggling with that, that's why you have to go through that mind shift. That's yeah. why you have to read the books, find a sex therapist, do the things mm. to help you change your mind. So then when you go into the bedroom, cut off the lights, girl, you're free. Yeah. You can't have that type of freedom <laughs> when your mind is stuck and 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 don't compound that spouse by saying I have to say yes to everything and now I'm uncomfortable and I'm doing girl yeah. this is a, a this is disaster. <laughs> I want to add something to what you're saying disaster. for sex too it, along the lines but a little different. Mm. I, I've been in the gym lifting weights again, right? And this is just for people who like that we had so many good sexes in a row and then this was a bad one. I've been lifting weights. So many what? Good sexes in a row and then a bad one. Or we haven't had a good one in a while. Some days you just don't got it mm-hmm. strength-wise. Like I can rep 185 pretty easily now. I just jumped up to 205. But a couple weeks ago I went in there. I don't know why. Just 185 felt like a million mm-hmm. pounds. Yeah. And I'm just, you know what blockage, I mean? Blockage, yeah. Blockage. I'm hungry. T- there's a myriad of reasons on, why. I don't feel strong. And then some days I'm in there like I could probably throw up 300 pounds today. I just feel that strong. Just feeling it. Apply that to other parts of your marriage, sex specifically. Some days you just ain't got it. Some days it just won't work. And you just got to chalk it up to the game. It just ain't my dead. 
charge it, charged it, fam. I like chalk it up to the game. Chalk it up to the game. I feel like we've been saying chalk. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because a lot of times you, at least me, I would just get in my head. I'm I'm not a bad partner. She's going to feel unsatisfied, whatever, and, and own her sexuality. And there's so many other reasons. Anything could be on her mind or my mind or whatever. And just... Let it go. Let it be. There'll be other sexes. There'll be other days. But sometimes we internalize that stuff like this woman uh, prior to this thing. With the lackluster. Yeah. Like, and just let it be. Like, let it go. It ain't just, ah, good night. Love you. The sex is so much better when both people own the sexuality, too. Yeah. It's not on me to carry your sexuality, too. That's a great note to end it on. I mean, I say own your own sexuality. Own your own sexuality. This comedian had a very funny joke, and I I know we got to close. We got to close. (laughs) (laughs) He he said, listen. Chad, it's seven. You realize we way beyond the time y'all said, okay. (laughs) He said, my job is to give you a hard pee. You tell me how you want it applied. <laughs> yes. I love if that. If I could stay, if you want me to stay still, keep it here, you want me to pump, you Wait, want me well, st- I missed the setup. I'm sorry. We were talking about own your own sexuality. Yeah. He was like, oh, oh, let me give you the full context. He was like, women get on men for not, this is just his, he was making a Who's joke. Who's the he? The comedian who said this. I missed that part. Okay, okay. it all makes sense. Right. <laughs> He's like, yo, you ain't you ain't doing me right. He's like, it ain't my job. Uh-huh. My job is to you learn your body yes, and correct. tell me how to employ but deploy the hard yeah. P. Correct. <laughs> deploy the hard P, <laughs> like, but you like got to own world, your yeah. part. Like I don't know how to deploy that. 100%. Listen, I can tell you um <laughs> I can tell you how to handy me because I can handy me. Right. When I'm alone in a room, I go helmet helmet. <laughs> here, here. Helmet helmet. <laughs> but if you can't, if you don't know helmet, helmet, shaft, shaft, then I can't expect you to just right. go in there blind and dark. Oh and it ain't even your pain. You don't know what's feeling yeah. good. Hey, go. right there, right there. Okay, no, no, too much, too hard. So yes, ta- you have to talk. direct. Tell me, man. Well, you can't get in your feelings when I direct. I don't feel what's yep. over there. Yep. I'm just doing motions, trying stuff. Helmet, helmet. Helmet, helmet, helmet. shaft, shaft. Rub it, rub, tug it, tug. <laughs> but tell me. And I think, again, back to my earlier point, a lot of times in media, you don't you don't hear that talking. No, not and at that's all. That's what that they post edited that out. Yeah. They edited that out. Yeah, no, no, no conversation. No, Nobody's no saying, and it's, if, if it is, it's either a joke or say right there, it's, it's <laughs> like it's in media that that's not based in reality. It's based in fantasy. In a real relationship, the same way you, Melissa makes dinner, she hand me a plate, she think it might be a little too salty. Taste that, is that too salty? Yeah, it is. Dang it, I knew it was. I got to tell her. If I'm like, no, it's fine. Then she's like, I don't think it's I fine. you're lying yeah. to me. Yes. That, that I can tell by your right? face. That chicken chicken meatloaf. You got to talk. We you told her and she ate the chicken meatloaf and it's never come back. But it's unfair <laughs> to yourself. Here. Don't do it. I'm, I'm going to just tell you twice. Just one more time. It's unfair to yourself and your partner to not speak. And almost, I could say it's unfair to, to not know and expect them to know. Ooh, they need to think on that. So, Play with yourselves, friends. That was the outro. Yeah. <laughs> so on, on Shelfie, we talk about the books that we love. Uh, Marriage Be Hard is the book that we read. Thank you. Uh, these are the wonderful authors, wow. Kev and Melissa Frederick. Listen to uh, it, too, if you Yeah, if you, if can. you listen to it. So. It's, it's much better consumed audio. Yeah, I agree. Have the y'all audio. gone back and listened to it? Uh, we did, um, like, directly after I feel like we did. And then, honestly, after we were done, I needed a break. Su- it was yes. such a huge yeah. undertaking. I've read the book like 15 times and yeah. listened to it like you're three. You're reading it. You're reading every chapter. Editing. Then every chapter comes. I've read it so many times and lived it. 
So it'd be interesting to go back now, yeah. a year removed. Are, are, you, are you working on book number two? No. I, okay. I love that answer. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm not. At the moment, no. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so not you, that it's not a possibility. There are but ideas I the, oh, I think we, that you I, will write something I, together. To me, it. I would think of this like an album. Like, mm. you need, that's 20 years of marriage almost. Yeah. Well, definitely 20 years together. We would need to have some more lived experience to, to give you a good. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, people love writing a book when they've been together five Six years. Months. <laughs> Six I, I, months. I tell a, I, my pet peeve is when people our age write memoirs. I'm like, what are you doing? Or, or marriage relationship. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. My memoir is coming out September 2024. No, no. <laughs> I want it. Uh, up yes. to this point. You, uh, unless memoirs. you went through something very traumatic in your childhood Wait, you or something. but Yes. Yeah. Oh, you're coming out with a memoir. Yeah, but it's, it's not a memoir. It's though. not a memoir. That's why I said it's a, a memoir. memoir should be okay, closer to the funny. twilight. You're yes. funny. <laughs> but comedians can get away with it. Right, yeah, yeah. You're writing comedy. Yes. You're writing or, comedy. or if you're talking, giving industry insights, that's but yeah, yeah. just what it is. when yeah. it's life stories and you're I need 26, you to have your whole life. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> it's incomplete. It's incomplete. You, because in and couples years, have written books together, no. and then you're like, well, y'all are divorced now, so do I get a refund? One of my favorite, okay, we really got in. One of my <laughs> favorite things <laughs> is watching young people and young married people give relationship advice because I love, I never say it aloud, keep living, baby. <laughs> this is us. <laughs> you, you, no, what we read is say what we would do, but no, yes. No, 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 but I'm talking about two, three years married. Oh, and this is like you're almost in your like a early twenty way, like yes. Yes. yes, like TED Talk. They're yes. giving a TED Talk on oh, marriage and giving kid more. advice when yeah. their kid is our age. <laughs> yes. And you just watch it tell slowly. Me. Be like, Ooh. please tell me more. <laughs> yes, please do. Ooh, that's and I and and then and and then let's circle back when you've got some life experience when. You didn't used to like avocados, and now you love them. This is a small change that happens in your life. And that's representative of all the changes you're going to go through in your marriage. Okay? Because you're living, and yeah. you're changing, and you're evolving. And part of the reason, I say this all the time, that I say, listen, we got married young, so who are me to say this? My son looking at We ain't writing a book, though. My, my, our son's looking like he wants to marry his little girlfriend because y'all got married young. So oh, I don't want to be. Yes. God. Unintended effect. That's yes. a whole Oh, my God. We say, hey, baby boy, you are not. We, you doing. You We're putting stuff on us. You're not us. You're We're doing stuff we didn't say. Y'all yeah. well, got married in high school. No, we didn't. We're the exception. Don't make us the rule. But wow. one of the things oh, I, no. I literally had this conversation with him. And I'm like, the reason why it's so dangerous to get married so young is because you don't even know you. You don't. Because you really don't have enough life experience to truly know even who you are. Life experience. T oh, I think I'm such a great communicator. And I just <laughs> feel like I hate when we go to bed angry. Because, of course, I grew up that way. That's what I think. And then I get married. And I'm like, actually, I will cuss you out right now. Right. And Let so, me go and hit so this that I honor my quick. marriage. Mm -hmm. Hit this satin. Quick. And I honor God. We got to go to bed. We have to go we to bed. Because I'm going to say something so, unforgivable. Correct. So let me think about it. Lethal with the Beth, tongue. Let me Beth sit on Randall. it for a little bit. Like, seriously. Then you come on, Beth and Randall. So then you learn yourself. Life experience teaches you. Oh, I thought I would act this way. But in reality, I thought I liked this personality. But in reality, oh, I thought I was going to. But in reality, life teaches you that. When you're 20 years old, baby, it's all theoretical. And you yeah. also, at that age, at every age, we think we know everything. Shana. Yes. Because at 20, boy, I thought I knew everything. And I was just getting started being dumb. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, we have to end. All right, all right, we're done, we're done, we're done. Started being dumb. Me and Kev are never guests. It's so, it's so we just threw I up on you that. guys. I love it. No, y'all, I y'all, y'all said six twenty. We were like, yeah, y'all, y'all need sure. to, y'all need to read this book, Marriage Be Hard. Uh, again, thank you this time. <laughs> wow, that is a wrap. We had a good so time. Thank you all. Thank you. <laughs> those of you that out there, <laughs> that was <laughs> you know they're from TikTok because those laughs keep you coming because they're wilding all the time. Before wild throws attention, they sing to our silly anthem because they're wilding all the time. Don't swap why Amber squats and does a dance to please a place and Ben reads books while serving looks. Wild is wilding. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.